0: Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
2: Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hello chickens Ooh, how do we feel about Cassidy's theory? Um, And sorry if I misgendered you at all, Cassidy I just made an assumption, it's rude Um, So, my apologies Uh, I try to use they for everyone at the moment Because it just feels easier Um, And if anyone is, you know, uh, wondering about my pronouns uh, They are any (laughs) I will answer to anything (laughs) I've been called she more than you can imagine, um, and yeah, if I I have no preferred pronouns is what I'm saying. Uh, so I, I just feel like if someone has a preferred pronoun, we should use it, and if you don't know what it is, then try not to use either of them, or any of them, either, like it's a binary situation. Um, <laughs> already, I'm being problematic in trying to explain how I feel about pronouns. Um, Anyway, before we get back onto Matt's Missive, um, James says, Welcome back, Adam. This is from a while ago. <laughs> but when I first started doing Matt's Missive. Um, and says, I think I've written about Rose. Uh, it had me at run. Really, the whole first series of <clears throat> New Who. Uh, I love it. <clears throat> New Who is fun from go to woe. I've been thinking about Christopher Eccleston's departure. And while I'm very sad we didn't get more of him, his departure let the producers showcase everything that Doctor Who could do in one 13-episode run. It also gave them a chance to tweak things so that Series 2 lands, new teeth and all, and the show goes off like a rocket. It's hard to imagine the mania around David Tennant attaching to the Ninth Doctor. Even if Tennant had come on in Series 3, it would have been different because Billy Piper would most likely have gone. The Tennant mania was built on Tennant and Rose. The show we have today might have been quite different. Um... Oh yeah, I hadn't even thought of that really. Like what if what if Christopher Eccleston didn't leave? I have a theory, it's a production theory, it's not a a show theory. I have a theory that Christopher Eccleston had always intended to only do the one season and that Russell T. Davis always wanted David Tennant to play the doctor because um, he had been doing uh, Casanova with David Tennant concurrently with that first series of uh, Doctor Who. And I think he had always intended him to be the doctor, but he just wasn't a big enough star to launch a new TV show. He was, you know, Uh, He was big enough to do Casanova, because that was over on um, BBC Three, I think it was, uh, back in the day. Um, But, you know, to launch a new flagship show on Saturday, primetime viewing, up against things like, uh, I think they call it Strictly Come Dancing. Difficult title. Um, (laughs) But we call it Dancing with the Stars. Uh, So... Yeah, like they needed a big name, and Christopher Eccleston is a big name. Like, you know, he's been in big name American shows, he's been in movies, he's, you know, his Thor's villain. Uh, Like, he's a big deal. So, him, uh, they needed someone of that caliber. And I think it was always intended that David Tennant take over. I think Russell T. Davis knew that David Tennant could be the biggest. You know, Doctor Ever, and it was you know they just couldn't sell it in like am i am I being too cynical here? I don't know anyway, I've probably said that before. I've said a lot of things in this podcast before. sometimes I repeat things other people say, and <laughs> I don't remember where they came from uh anyway, we're on to Matt's missive speaking of other people's ideas <laughs> um and we're into series six uh. With Impossible Astronaut and Day of the Moon. Now, Series 6, I have some issues with. Um, I have This is another real-world world theory. I think Series 5, uh, Stephen Moffat's first series, is amazing. And I think Series 10 is also spectacular. Um, but I find all the ones in between have some decent episodes, but I find them a bit of a muddle. And I think it's because during all of them, he was also working on Sherlock and I just think it's you know sometimes you just can't give everything to everything like it's, it's a finite well of creativity in all of us and when we're too busy like you've heard some of the podcasts when I've got a lot going on that don't make any sense um but yeah, look, that's that's my theory, uh, and we'll find out how Matt feels about these episodes now. The Impossible Astronaut, Day of the Moon. Matt says the problem with stories like this, where it starts with a big event like the death of the Doctor, is that we never really invest fully. I mean, it's the first episode of a new series of Doctor Who, so the title character is never really going to be dead, is he? <laughs> no, Matt is <he's> not. <laughs> Um, He says, there's so much iconic stuff here, though, like the 1969 moon landing and tricky dicky in the White House. But of course, the standout is another classic Moffat monster creation in the form of the silence, who you forget when you're not looking at them. It remains a disappointment, however, that they never really got to realise their potential and ironically became rather forgotten about. I know I love the silence and... Also, when they go into the silence lair, doesn't that look like the kind of machine that was upstairs at um, James Corden's house in the lodger? Like, I was like, I was waiting for that to somehow link in, but I didn't know how it linked in. Like, it was, or was it just a design decision? Like, there was never really kind of... Explain to me, um, maybe maybe this is Stephen Moffat. He's creating future potential, entire big big finish series <laughs> by me having that idea and then going to them, and going, I want to do a story about how these two things are linked. <laughs> they're like, well, James Corden's uh, just been in touch and he wants to do a seventeen-part series about how. Um... <laughs> how his character went on um <laughs> uh, so uh Matt says did we ever find out definitively who that mysterious figure was standing by the hut at like Silencio was is that not the guy that like the grown up um version of the FBI guy who was played by his own dad <laughs> Mark Shepard's dad, uh, Morgan Shepard, like was was not that guy. Was there another figure? Again, it's so long since I've seen this episode. I'm going to have to watch it. Um, does anyone know? Did they find? Did we find out who the figure was? Was it meant to be the Doctor standing there looking at Robot Doctor? I don't know. Um, Curse of the Black Spot. Uh, that says, ah, there's my lovely... No, it's not Adam's impression of the Fourth Doctor. Oh, he thinks I sound Welsh. Um, that was meant to sound a bit more piratey than that. <laughs> Big fan of pirates. Another story classic that's hard to believe that Doctor Who haven't done before. Yeah, why well, haven't there been any pirates? There's a glorious pirate, um, Big Finish, which is a musical. Um, remember we did that whole pirate... Didn't we do Pirate Week? <laughs> that went on for about six months. We did the Pirate Planet. We did the that cartoon that seemed to go for about six years. Um, we we did pirates and we did this one. We did the Curse of the Black Spot. Um, why did I get excited about pirate? Oh, the the Sea Devil Pirates. That's right. I went I went on a pirate bender after the Sea Devil Pirates um, with Jodie Whittaker. Uh, Matt says It's again however A case of technology gone wrong As opposed to a proper monster Or alien with villainous intent And of course Rory dies Again <laughs> Poor Rory But not for long So that's okay then Honestly he's starting to be more like An EastEnders character Than a Doctor Who <laughs> companion I know no one stays dead in EastEnders They're like the X-Men Like no one stays dead in the X-Men <laughs> They get killed off And then they come back three weeks later Um Um uh, onto the doctor's wife, uh, which Matt says Michael Sheen is this week's wasted guest star, but hopefully the fact that he's present in voice alone means that leaves him open to appearing fully in the future. Um, the man seen walking into the toymaker's shop, perhaps? Oh, yes, because there's been a theory that the person walking into the toymaker's shop is someone important, but um, how much do you want to bet that's John Logie Baird? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing that's meant to be important. It's just the start of television. Um, uh, Matt says, it's nice to see the Ood again, albeit briefly. But, of course, the main focus of the episode is with Idris, the human incarnation of the TARDIS. It's not the first time we've seen the TARDIS in human form. <gasps> really? Uh, he says, well, in the New Adventures, in the form of Compassion. Oh, my God, I forgot about that business. <laughs> That's a lot to dig into. Um, Matt says, This feels more of an example of a great idea and concept completely wasted. Saran Jones is great, but the whole idea is more of a gimmick that's really not used to the extent it could or should have been. Well, they are some fighting words, Matt. I'm sure many people have a very different opinion on The Doctor's Wife. I have a different opinion on The Doctor's Wife, and I will share it with you in the next episode.